Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. My next guest represents an organization that provides children facing adversity with strong and enduring, professionally supported, one-to-one mentoring relationships that ignite the power and promise of youth. Nearly half a million children in Metro Atlanta live in communities with low well-being. That's very important that I say that. Their vital mission is to recruit volunteers to become mentors to children facing adversity. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation the president and CEO of Big Brother. Big Sister Foundation and Volunteer Recruitment Manager of Greater Los An- of Greater Atlanta, Kwame Johnson and Juliet Idochu. Yeah, Ooh, that's good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Working it, boy. Don't get names that's straight. A, that's a hard last name, man. I don't know. Hey, I wouldn't have tried it. I would have said Juliet. Well, she's would, looking at me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have went for that. And she, and she mouthed her name for me. She was, <laughs> I need the help. On the phone, she wouldn't have been no help. <laughs> but welcome to my studio. First of all, how are you doing, Kwame? Oh, man, I'm great, man. It's Monday. I'm blessed to be here. We appreciate you giving us this opportunity to come in. Cool. And, uh, Juliet, you have a Nigerian heritage. Yes, yes. Um, first generation Nigerian-American. Crazy mm-hmm. story. I was born in America. Um, four days later, my parents moved back to Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Almost mm-hmm. killed me, but thank God I'm still here. Mm-hmm. And then I moved back to America when I was four years old. Absolutely. That's, that's great. Now, the, the initial question is, I got to ask you, Kwame, what is Big Brother, Big Sister? So Big Brothers Big Sisters of Metro Atlanta is an amazing organization that is really helping young people reach their full potential through one-to-one mentoring relationships. So we match young people in need all across the metropolitan with what we call Big Brothers and Big Sisters. And these are men and women who've taken that challenge to really help a young person uh, through building a relationship. Uh, and we you know, have great results of you know, kids going to the next grade level, uh, graduating high school, avoiding the criminal justice system. And it's really through that personal one-on-one relationship. And that's our sweet sauce, not only here in Atlanta, but across the country through all of our big brothers, big sisters. Well, you're a big brother. Yes. Let me slide over to a big sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the important role of young females, mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, we have a lot of things going on out there. We have, uh, you know, slave trading going on out there so young females can get caught up into that. We have a street prostitution. Young mm-hmm. females can get caught up in that. Mm-hmm. Pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Young females can get caught up into that. 
talk to me about that role of the big sister in volunteers, the importance of volunteers stepping into a young female's life. I'm not saying that young men aren't affected like that, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of more physical barriers that a female can get uh, abused in, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we don't recognize or admit that publicly. Yeah, well, I can speak firsthand of being a former little sister. Mm-hmm. I'm still, if you want to technically call me a little sister because I've been matched with my big since I was seven years old and we still have a strong relationship now. Um, so I know firsthand of why this organization is so great. Um, unlike a lot of the kids that we serve, I came from an amazing family, mom, dad. It was just five of us. I was the middle child and I was a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So my mm-hmm. big sister was there to just stare me in the right direction. Like I said earlier, being first generation Nigerian, parents were really strict. And I think my way of not listening to them to be very rebellious mm-hmm. and certain areas that we we lived in I started to go down the wrong path mm-hmm. and it was so amazing to have my big sister Emilita Johnson hi Emilita mm-hmm. um who was there to 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 teach me and have those conversations that I couldn't have with my mom mm-hmm. or my aunts because mm-hmm. they were so strict um so I, I I always tell ladies that yes we do talk about the boys a lot because mm-hmm. we have that need for male mentors but um, our young girls, our little girls, they need it as well with social media and self-esteem. Do I want to look like Harley B? Do I want to look like Nicki Minaj? And mm-hmm. just all these different things, right? This These kids are strong now because social media, I'm so happy I didn't have it um, when I was their age. But having that person to tell you that you don't have to look like that or dress like that to get any attention or to be special. So um it's it's just important for our, our ladies as well to step up to to be mentors. Well, you know I, the reason is we're showing your shows about entrepreneurship. Your show, why is why is bringing a big brother big sister organization on the show because it's about mentoring. Yeah, it's just, just people successful males and females who are in the entrepreneur world, academic world, career career uh, success in the careers and employers and employees. This is the part of the game that I always say the balanced life, the giving back. Yeah. That's why I have you two on the show to talk about Big Brother, Big Sister and any other organization that leverages their relationship to empower our youth to be better citizens in this country through academics, through just lifestyle and personal well-being. Yeah. So what is when you see your role, your overall role, what disappoints you and what excites you about how people are, are come to the Big Brother, Big Sister Foundation? Yeah, so, you know, you know, my, my role, I think, is to be an example to young people that whatever you want to achieve in life is possible. Outside right. of my role as the CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters, I've been in that life, had challenges my, my, of my own, and, and I'm happy to be here because, you know, it could have went the wrong way and I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what, what is, you know, always on my mind about Atlanta is just the challenges that kids in poverty face in Atlanta. If you're born in poverty in Atlanta, you have a 4% chance to make it out. Right. And how is that possible in a city like Atlanta with all the history uh, to, for that to be possible? The flip side of that is I know that 99% of our kids avoid the criminal justice system. I know 95% graduate high school. And if you look at all the data, the fastest way out of poverty is a high school diploma. Yes. It's not the end. Right? you got to go to college. you got to get a trade or go to work. There are a lot of things you need to do after high school. But all the data shows if we can keep kids in school and keep them learning, that's our best bet as a society. And I'm proud to be part of an organization that does exactly that. Our kids right. are exactly doing that. Mm-hmm. So how do we scale that to help more kids mm-hmm. get to that 500,000 number you put out there about kids who live in low child well-being communities throughout Atlanta? So that's what's exciting is that we have the results. We just got to you know, get more people involved to help more kids. 
How do you how do, where your funds come from? Where do your funds go? I hear the government is it's a government funded, the city funded. Well, how, where do your funds come from? It's a mix. So we we work with a lot of the top corporations here: Coca Cola, Home Depot. We work with the Bernie Marcus Foundation here, the Arthur Blank Foundation. So we have a a lot of organizations that support us, individuals, our board. Um, and if you look at our model, it's very cost effective to serve a young person. We can serve a young person and produce these results for fifteen hundred dollars a month a year. And that's very low in our space. So mm. you think about the 1,500 kids we're serving mm-hmm. with a roughly $4 million budget. That's a really effective way to create change. I think relationships is something anybody can do. Anybody could be a mentor, right? It doesn't require a brand new government program or right. hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> if everybody took on the challenge that that's made it, because if you ask people, how'd you get to where you are? I guarantee you most of them didn't do it on their own. If, you, if everyone else could take on that challenge, just think about what kind of city we can have in Atlanta. It's something we can scale. It's something we can all do and lean into. How do you reach him? Right, let me slide over to the volunteer <laughs> manager, recruitment <laughs> manager. That's right. See, I got the president and CEO. I got the two key people. I got the man telling everybody what to do. I got the person over here trying to bring people in to help them manage this program. So you're in charge of the volunteer recruitment manager. Mm-hmm. What exactly is that? And, and once you answer that question, my next question is going to be, how do you get people like me involved? Oh, okay. Well, it's so weird because that title, I don't even really think, really sums up what I do. <laughs> Power of nonprofit. You have a title, but you do everything else. Um, no, my job is to, I like to say I'm, I'm, I'm part of the street team. I, like I said, I, I know how great this program is. So I make sure no matter where I'm at, if I see a group of strangers that mm-hmm. I think anybody could be a mentor, but just really being out there. Um, and looking for people who can step up and take this challenge, going off to these companies that I know that has a culture of giving back in some type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always known about your target market. It's not going to everywhere and say, hey, come be a mentor, because not everybody could be mentors, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but just really going out there, how I met you guys at mm-hmm. the, the, Brian, uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. Brian Banks premiere that day is just trying to always put myself in a space where um, – I know we have some key people who can help this organization out in some way, some shape or form. Like Kwame said, a lot of people know about us, but they don't know what we do. So try to find my ways to get on platforms like this when we can talk about the um, organization, talk about this platform. Um, a lot of time for men, if you ask a guy, who was your mentor? They'll be like, oh, I didn't have a mentor. Right. I did this. Right. You're like, okay, well, who helped you out? Oh, there you go. My, my coach did, did yeah. my deacon from my church he talked to me. So sometimes it's just pulling it out of you and um, in the right direction. Uh, yeah, getting you in the right direction. Okay. We're going to come back with more okay. on Money Making Conversation. I'm here with the president and CEO and the volunteer recruitment manager. She says she has many titles. <laughs> Money Making Conversations. <laughs> Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. We're having a lot of fun on my show. As usual, um, my personality tends to. Just make people feel good about being alive. Uh, Money Making Conversation I have on the show today, the president and CEO of Big Brother, Big Sister Foundation, and volunteer recruitment manager, my man Kwame and Juliet. They're sitting right next to me. And so in between breaks, you know, I, I, being the nosy guy that I am, I've talked about, how do you really get people involved? How do you really get people engaged? And then Kwame said, you know, uh, January is a na- mm-hmm. volunteer month, national volunteer month, so we have a lot of programs involved. And then Juliet go, you know something? We need some panelists. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a panelist. And then it went from, you know, we actually need a moderator. <laughs> so, you know, I, I went from, you know, inviting people on my show just to talk about their organization to being a panelist, and now I'm a moderator. That's a lot of work involved that I'm going to volunteer and commit to on this show. 
I'm going to do it for you. Yeah. That's your job title. Your job title is volunteer recruitment manager. It means you have to sit. When you see people walk down the street, they could be at, they could be at Chick-fil-A. Excuse me. After you order that, that chicken deluxe, <laughs> I need you to come over here and volunteer for me. Yeah. You could be at church and Julia to walk up to you and say, hey, after you bake that tide, I need you to come over and tide some time with me over here. So that's what you do. Yeah. So I'm a firm example of how you recruit people. Yeah. Tell me more about, first of all, tell me more about the program, National Month, January Month, and then you're going to tell me what I'm going to be potentially moderating. Okay. Yes. So January is National Mentoring Month. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and we got you locked in, this, man. This Julie, has, grand Julie has a good this what HBCU she does. bar right this here. HBCU <laughs> all day long, you know. So, um, and uh, Julia is really good at what she does, exactly. So, uh, National Mentoring Month is January. We're starting to plan for that now. It's a big push for us to get the word out about um, just mentoring, get mm-hmm. the whole country talking about mentoring. Right. Again, for me, I believe it's something anybody can do who's uh, ready to give back, and we can really make this country a, a better place. So, Juliet has some events planned. You may want to talk about the Real Men to Mentor event, but we're looking forward to January uh, National Mentoring Month. Okay, cool. Yeah, the floor is yeah. yours, young lady. Yeah, well, you know, my motto is that you miss 100% of the shots you don't shoot. So I shoot every <laughs> shot that I can at all times. Hey, um, but yeah, so um, Real Men Mentor. So this is the second event that we're going to do. Um, we did that last year. We had about 70 guys in the Big Brothers, African-American men, mm-hmm. you know, who came and said, hey, I want to hear about this program. I want to hear how I can give back. Mm-hmm. And my goal um, for January is to double or triple that number. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to have a large space. I want to have an open discussion with men, mm-hmm. black, white, yellow, pink, whatever. I want to have this discussion of why it's important for you to give back mm-hmm. to the next generation of boys. Um Kwame likes to say that if you're not giving back to somebody, you're not just doing yourself a disservice, but you're doing your community a disservice. And I think a lot of time with men, um, you think about, am I coming to be a stepdad? Am Mm -hmm. I coming in to do this? Mm -hmm. And we just want you to come in and give, (laughs) really, right? And that commitment. But we can talk about that. We can talk about the commitments conversation (laughs) later. Um, But I I just want to really get the word out because we have these, Amazing boys. When I first came to this organization, I was interviewing a lot of the kids. And a lot of these kids, they just want opportunity. What's the age range? Um, Six to 14 years old. Okay. So we match you from six to 14 years old. But like we said earlier, our goal is to make sure that every child in this program graduates from high school. So when you're matched, you can be in the program till you're 18 years old. Okay. So as you're culminating out of this match, you're culminating out of high school. Right. So um, that's, that's just a big push. I just want to have... Let's have a conversation. Let's figure out how we could t- how we together as a community um, could reclaim back the the boys of right. Atlanta mm-hmm. and um, just make sure that they're all heading on the right path for success. Well, you know the thing about it. Okay, I'm a, I'm a member of Omega Psi Phi fraternity. Mm-hmm. So when I hear and one of one of all male fraternity is service, yeah. especially service community. Mm-hmm. What involvement are you guys pursued potential involvement of male fraternity? Yeah, we, we do a lot of work with, with all the different fraternities, and they do great work. Um, and we've had recruiting events where mm-hmm. we had the Omegas, the Alphas, the Kappas uh, come in and, and help recruit men. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of those organizations also have mentoring organizations, mm-hmm. mentoring programs already. Mm-hmm. So we provided guidance to them to help them do their, their work better. Mm-hmm. So we look at all types of affinity groups to bring them in. And it's really getting in front of the right folks and right. saying, hey, this is what we're doing. How can we partner? Can we help you with your mentoring program? Mm-hmm. Can you help us recruit mentors? Um, and it's worked really great. So mm-hmm. we've had a lot of success. We just launched a partnership with the mayor's office right. called 100 Men to Mentor Challenge, 
where the mayor issued a hundred men to mentor, a hundred men to mentors challenge. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Mayor Bottoms, as a part of her, my brother's keeper initiative, which is a big part of one Atlanta Mm -hmm. equity, making Atlanta a great city for everybody has partnered with us to match a hundred boys on our waiting list in the city of Atlanta. Okay. And that challenge went out over 200 men have raised their hand and have come in and are now going through our process. So those are unique when ways we can process, partner. Screening their background, screening, screening and all, screen, that. all that. So to get to the meat and bones of what it would take to become a big brother or big sister for the folks in the room and who are listening, we you have to first agree to do one year, right? We know if you come into a young kid's life for less than a year, you're going to do more damage. Right. So that's that's the non-negotiable. Can you do this for a year? We want you to do it longer than that. Most matches last three years. We've had matches last ten years. We've had matches open up Flip Burger on Hal Mill. Um, to go back to the entrepreneur piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we ask you for at least eight hours a month. Can mm-hmm. you spend eight hours a month? I do it. My little's eight, and I make the time to make it happen. And then we get to know you. We screen you. Of course, we want to make sure you're safe for kids. And then we match you with a young person of your preference uh, uh, to make it happen. And through that relationship, magic happens. When you say when you say you match, let's talk about that. Yeah. You use the word preference. Yeah. Talk mm-hmm. to us about that. Yeah, so if you've you know ever heard of Match.com or those kind of places, right. you know, uh, relationships are based on, you know, uh, preferences mm-hmm. and what you like and what that person likes. And we use that same technology and in, in, in thinking in our matches because we mm-hmm. want the matches to last again. So you may want to work with a young person who's 10, who's in the, you know, entrepreneurship, and maybe he wants to get into this business at some point. Mm-hmm. So we would find that right match for you. We right. wouldn't just say, hey, here's this kid. You know, and we'd also make sure that that young person lives near you because we know that matters within 15 miles of where you live. So we know we have kids in College Park, South Fulton, different parts of the city uh, that are waiting longer than other kids. Mm-hmm. But we use that preference and all that to make the match. And then we ask you to support you with a coach. So not only are you matched, you have someone who will walk alongside you in that match. To make sure you're successful. So you're not learning on the fly. You're not learning on the fly. No, no, I mean, no. Situations come up all the time. Every day, I, you know, you might want to call into us and say, hey, you know, I'm dealing with this situation. What do you think? Or, hey, I need some tickets to the Hawks game. Can you make it happen? That's what we provide well, you to you. like that, huh? Yeah, we provide to all to you. Game, the, <laughs> Hawks game, the Hawks going to be on fire this year. I'm like, well, let's talk about this off air, man. I'm, I'm signing up 100. All oh, you need is 100? Okay, maybe it's just 99. I need, I need about 400 total. But yeah. oh, four, just 99 right now. I just, uh, down to 99 right now. Rashawn just signed up. The Hawks broke me in. Oh, know? the Hawks brought you, you in. Alley ooping to the rim, you know. <laughs> but that's but that's how you get everything. Like I, lo- I love the fact that you understand why people will give up or quit or yeah. distance driving? You you sign up for a kid who is into athletics and he's not. You ain't got time for that. You want you know. It's just making sure that there's a like-minded relationship. Yeah. So it's a long-term relationship. Again, you know, we've talked about. I we talked about boys a lot. Yeah. Let's go back to the girls mm-hmm. programs. Mm-hmm. I want to get that out because I have a 22 year old daughter who I lo- love to death, and yeah. she's not part of this program. But I know how responsible. My wife and I role has been in her life mm-hmm. and getting her to where she's at right now. Yeah. And she's still growing. Yeah. The, the programs are available for these young, young ladies. No, it's, it's same age group. Same, same age group. Yeah. So the programs are pretty open, like um, for both boys and girls. We have different activities for it. We have Saturday activities, like Kwame said, because of a lot of uh, our employer partners. We give out a lot of tickets. If it's we had Color Purple last year, if it's Medieval Times, if it's a game. We the great thing about your match support specialist is that they know you. Mm-hmm. So whatever you or your matcher is is into, mm-hmm. she'll call you. He'll call you and be like, "Hey, Mike, I know that you and um, Jamal like football. We have we Arthur Blank donated thirty tickets, and mm-hmm. I know that you and your match been doing so great. I want to give you guys these tickets. Are you interested in going?" So 
Um, no matter what you're into, no matter what kind of questions that you may have, our master support specialists are there um, to help you out throughout the process. Okay, you said the Falcons, Atlanta United. Okay, okay. Stem, stem trucks. We have uh, <laughs> we have different art projects that we do in the office. We we keep you active. Yeah. Like, okay, I don't consider myself a celebrity. I, I I am well known. So what about celebrities participating in Big Brother Big Sister? I got to bring that out because it feels like that you're in Atlanta. This is a growing entertainment base. It's always been known for strong hip hop and entertainment values here, and a lot of artists, African American based. Uh, Latino base are living here now. Yeah. Yes. How are you recruiting those? Yeah, and we've you know really done well with different uh, celebrities around town. We just had our annual picnic where we had hundreds of bigs and littles come out mm-hmm. and celebrate. And uh, Young Jock stopped, stopped by, who's an honorary big. Uh, Hugh Parker, one twelve, stopped by. Angel McCartney with the, the WNBA, the Dream, has been a part of the work. Uh, there are That's a number. Girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I challenged her to a one-on-one. I still haven't gotten that. that, that <laughs> you know, I know she's back now, but oh, yeah. uh, you know, she's so. claiming that knee, that knee, that knee. Give <laughs> her a little down. bit more time. I know, we, I know we're slowing you know. down. I want to make sure we get the contact information. I only got like forty seconds left. Yes. Please tell us how we can reach out to you, social media and number wise. Yeah. So go to our website, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Metro Atlanta, which is bbbs three bs s atl dot org. Uh, we are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, you can reach out, follow us. It's very easy to sign up on our website. You click on the tab that says Become a Big, and it gives you all the steps. Uh, come into our office, learn more, make sure it's a good fit for you. We appreciate you bringing, on the, bringing us on the show to make this happen. I appreciate you, Julia. Um, ten seconds. Yeah, ten seconds. Um, if your corporation, your organization wants to get involved with Big Brothers Big Sisters, feel free to reach out to the organization, reach out to me, and I will come out and recruit you and your team to become bigs. She's awesome.